Hello everybody, welcome to the Carl Experience Season 3 episode. I don't know anymore because I've stopped keeping track of that crap. Uh, I'm thinking about 10 episodes ago, I'm not sure. This year has just been crazy, as you all know. Um, this podcast... Hold on, let me get a drink. This podcast is... Uh, a. It's not a special request, but I felt compelled internally to talk about it and to get some shit out in the air. Um, First of all, I'm going to do this more than once, I hope, but I want to shout out to John Rickard for inspiring this particular podcast. Of all podcasts, this particular one. Um, This episode, we're going to be talking about The Rise of Autism. Now, I've done a good two, three days worth of homework, looking the crap up and uh, matching things up. I didn't get everything I wanted, but I got the overview of everything. Now, uh, again, John inspired this one. I felt compelled. It kind of like burned until I I started writing it out. But let's start out with uh, this stuff. Um... Autism is, back when I was growing up, autism and Asperger's were two very different things, and we considered them two different things, okay? This is not to say that either one is wrong, but this is how it was, this is how it was treated. You treated them as two different things. Now, Asperger's and autism are in fact, and I had to look this up because I grew up with it being together, so I had to do the research. Asperger's is more or less the higher functioning version of autism. They are both the same thing now. Thought I heard a noise coming from the hallway. Um, yeah, it's now just the same thing, just higher functioning version of it. Um, Autism is on the rise and has been for 25, 30 years. And the rate which uh, uh, the rate of children being diagnosed with autism skyrocketed from 1999 to 2003. And it's really a weird problem. I was going to uh, the funny part is I was going to do this entire podcast doing my um, Matthew McConaughey impression you know speaking with the whole southern draw and all that crap and it did, just didn't work out like that I decided as I hit the record button now I'm just going to go with my voice I was going to do a Matthew McConaughey impression for 30 damn minutes just because it seemed more it seemed to have more oomph to it but I think this is going to have enough now I do have some charts to show you here in a bit but I'll get to those uh, shortly. And let's go on with the next one here. i got to mark off these points as I am talking about them. Sorry, I should have marked that off while I was going. Okay. Now we're going to go to delve into some weirdness here. Um, I don't know if many of you remember this, but... Vaccines were at one point linked to a rise in autism. People were actually linking this by peer review papers and uh, all this crap of information. And this claim was proven false in 2014 and again in 2017. There are those people like, uh, there are several famous actresses and actors who are, well the evidence is here man! He's right here! No. That was completely fucking debunked. People who believe that vaccines, ca- uh, that the, the childhood vaccines cause autism, <clears throat> are the same people who uh, would rather have their children walking around carrying cholera and scarlet fever. And what is truly almost ganglionically fucking retarded is that's had a resurgence since the COVID-19 vaccine 
has come out. Does the COVID-19 vaccine cause autism? No. They've already fucking put that uh, that aborted baby to bed. That baby, that baby's already fucking dead. And anybody who says, well, there's proof of... No, those are augmented reports where they fucked the numbers up just to prove their own viewpoint. I went through and read several of the report, uh, several reports they gave versus what reports they're actually, what the reports actually were. I went to the base source of the reports they were supposed to have used. No, they fudged the numbers up to make themselves seem like they knew what they were talking about. I mean, just like the whole thing of uh, COVID nineteen uh, vaccines causing, uh, you know, everybody thinks that they're going to change their D- uh, thinks that they're gonna, it's going to change their DNA, keep women from getting pregnant, sterilize part of the population, blah 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 blah. I don't. Now, I'm not saying the vaccines aren't safe. I'm saying I don't believe in the way it was in the at the pace at which it was produced. And it's not been evaluated long enough. We're not even a year into vaccines, and now everybody's, well, you need to get a vaccine to be around me. So fucking what? If I need a vaccine to be around you, I probably need to be uh, have a vaccine. You probably need a vaccine to control your rabies. Now, the next point up is, autism is spectral. This means it's a spectral disorder. For lack of a better term. As far as I know, and every place I went looking, it said that autism is spectral. It ha- it's on a spectrum. You've got a low end and a high end. And you can, there are thousands of little points in the spectrum. And it truly is fascinating. Now, the diagnosis of autism has increased roughly 100 times over itself. Uh, the rate of autism up to, up until 1990 was roughly 1 in 10,000. This means that up until 1990 or so, 1 in 10,000 kids had autism. Now, in as far as the information goes up to 2020, it has now gone up to an average of 1 in 54. 1 in 54. We'll get in more into that here in a bit. Let me write that down. Now, oddly enough, Oddly enough, the rise in technology and uh, the digital age almost perfectly match the upward curve of autism. The higher the numbers get, the more reliant on technology uh, we are. Why do I bring this up? Well, because of a few things. Let me, I'm going to show you a couple of. things here. I took these uh, photos and now they're probably grainy as shit, but um, I did take these. Now, I'm going to get weird because i got to move the camera. Now, you let me know if you can see that. I'm pretty sure that's... And yes, starting from right here, it's 1975. And right here is 2009. That is one graph. And the reason why I'm showing this to you is because the old-ass computer I have that I play Age of Empires with is right now not uh, currently being messed with because I still want to play Age of Empires on it without messing up anything else. Luckily, this little tiny computer that I'm showing you on is a touchscreen, so I can manipulate it fairly easily. Now, and remember, I'm not... I've got... I, I had the choice of going with thousands 
of graphs and better part of them are from California like I'm not even close to kidding there were so many damn uh, uh, flip ups to go to um, California autism numbers that it wasn't even funny but here is the next set of numbers I'm trying to keep this clear for you I don't know if you guys can see those numbers number of children from zero to I'm guessing 18 or so thousand and uh, let's see 1992 to 2003 you can see those numbers spiking and this is the time of uh, autism prevalence for 50 states and Puerto Rico now that was the second one we still have two more slides to go here sorry my hand was in the way I'm trying to balance the space I have with everything but let's see here and I didn't pull these just because the, uh, this is thousands of them like I literally spent an hour picking these goddamn uh, graphs out for you to show you guys a trend now this one's gonna look really bizarre like really goddamn bizarre because it's just shitty as hell I try to take the best picture I could you're gonna see my hand here for a second then I'm gonna flip it around and you can see that you might not be able to see that that well but uh, here's the thing for you autism by the numbers in 1970 it was one in 10,000 in 1975 it says one in 5,000 in 1985 it's one in 2,500 in 1995 it was one in 600 in 2001 it was one in 250 2004 it was 100 it was one in 180 in 2007 it was one in 150 in 2009 it was one in 110 in 2012 it was 188 in 2013 it was one in what 50 and then it go puts a question mark next to 2014 and yeah this is another example I mean this is that wasn't the best one but you see where this is going and yes I will be showing you the last one because I believe in trying to be thorough about this and okay this one is a little this one you can actually see but we're gonna show it anyway and these aren't cherry-picked it's not like I went out of my way picking these these are just the way they can and this is just what showed up okay and I don't know if you can see that but these are the numbers uh, incidences in the birth rate uh, for autism you see I can't see because the reflection is so white if it's if you can actually see that but down here it starts at 1970 at 1 in 10,000 then on this other end it's at 2016 which says it's 1 in 54 now if you want to know why this particular thing is so aggressive here's a challenge for you go look up um, the rate of technology the rate of technological advancement and you'll notice a really stark contrast or not contrast but comparative the slope of technological advancement actually matches the rate of autism when we have a leap and bound like when we when the internet first started as we know it back in 1997 or so I mean that's when we were uh, back in uh, 1997 is when I finally started using the computers at the school in my uh, at the computers in high school and Google was barely an inkling I mean it was it took forever to look anything up on uh, uh, Google Yahoo on the other hand was the search engine that plowed through everything I mean you had answers in seconds and now Google's the crusty old man of the internet search engines but a lot of people were saying that um, 
vaccines led to autism and no it didn't um, people saw increasing rate of kids getting uh, um, vaccines because more children were born the kids who are born in uh, uh, this certain age group at the beginning of the internet as we know it let's say kids born from 1995 to about what 2005 let's say that's a pretty wide swath but those kids in particular were there at the beginning of what we know as the internet now and they grew up never they literally grew up never knowing life without computers they've always had technology there it didn't mean they always had to use it or they were always let to use the technology but they've always had it always their entire lives have had this stuff <clears throat> and then there's the psychoanalytic of it with the more dependent on technology we get like if I walk up I was taught you know, I was a very awkward shy kid and doing this crap of selling candy bars for fundraisers and all this other shit that made you go knock on people's door and be social to them that was a norm that was some that was like a rite of passage you your parents made you my parents my dad honestly threatened to whoop my ass if i didn't go out and sell uh the stuff that i was given because they were like well the school already paid for it but you need to pay the school back my dad made sure i uh, sold everything my dad made sure i sold everything um, matter of fact, we ended up fudging some numbers because somehow, after like a week of selling them, I got people to buy the candy bars for like several times what they were worth. We were only supposed to sell these candy bars for like a buck back then, and I was selling, I ended up selling to some yup, these candy bars, to some yuppies for like ten or, you know, five or ten dollars a whack. And... I was going door to door trying to improve my sales pitch. I was go I was having anxiety and panic attacks all the time because I was socially inept. I was used to talking with my family and very close friends, but as far as just random people, I was inept. I would have considered it uh, uh, nowadays. Most people, would, well, you were being, you were autistic. No, I was used to talking to friend uh, to friends and family members but not complete strangers. I still don't like talking to complete strangers all the time, but you have to learn to cope with that. That's normal processing. But to reiterate on it, the better technology got, the worse autism gets. Like, for instance, um, I, knew this, I knew this couple, um, they were friends of my ex-girlfriend, girlfriend at the time, though, and they claimed that her toddler, not even toddler, daughter, was autistic. She took a, this this chick went around and doctor shopped, literally saw like 40, 50 doctors trying to get her daughter diagnosed as having something wrong with her because she was a hyperactive kid. She was a normal kid, yelling, screaming. Uh, being active, uh, um, trying to engage people, that, uh, and the mom was just a lazy piece of shit. She is a, she's had like, what, three more kids, two or three more kids since then, even though she's allergic to uh, the pregnancy hormone. But she was a, a bit of a hoe. She wanted to flaunt her body so to impress her, uh, to impress her husband Chad. And yeah, it. She wanted to have. She wanted to have something. She had to have something wrong with her child. Her child couldn't just be naturally energetic or any of this other crap. And no, this kid wasn't Chad's. He adopted the child, but he wasn't the dad of. He was the father of said child. Um. So she went doctor shopping and finally found a doctor who saw this toddler for two appointments at 15 minutes each. And this doctor apparently was so lowball he died, he gave her uh, this not even two year old child a diagnosis of autism. 
And after about a year of hearing that she's autistic, she's already diagnosed, blah, blah, blah. Because apparently when this little girl got mad, she headbutted people. Well, there's one problem wrong with uh, headbutting kids. Me. I recognize the fact that this little girl was just spoiled. She wasn't autistic, she was spoiled. So one day she proceeded to tell me she was going to watch cartoons and I was going to turn on the TV for her. Okay. If you think you're tall enough to turn on, you're going to turn the TV on for me. Because she learned how to, she was learning how to talk for everybody else doing it. I told her no. She started crying. I got down to her eye level to see what was wrong. And she pulled her hands up and she, she sounded like she was bawling. She moves her hands, not a fucking tear in sight, and then and maliciously just headbutts me. One problem with headbutting me. My head is insanely thick. She headbutted me and didn't realize how who she was messing with. And stammered back and fell on her butt and her head hit the corner of the uh, hit the corner of the between the doors. It was in a hallway. I told her she was going to watch TV, she was going to watch what I put on for, and that was the end of the argument. Long story short, her parents come back home, and she tells this thing of how I beat her and called her names and all this crap. I'm like, yeah, you, if you want to go ahead and believe her, go ahead and believe her, but get the hell out of my house if you're going to do that. And apparently when she got home, uh, they were swearing me off, they were calling me names and all this crap, and then when they got home... She let slip to her little sister that, ah ha ha, I'm smarter than you. I got away with saying, uh, Carl beat me. Chad realized that his, uh, that this young girl had just fucking lied to them. And apparently he gave her the ass whooping of her life. Because she stopped, she stopped lying to people after that. But the mother was like, oh my god, he's not safe to be around kids, blah 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 blah. And then I tried to explain to them, she's not autistic, she's spoiled. She knows if she headbutts everybody, they'll laugh it off and give her what she wants. I don't play that game. But it reiterates the point of fake diagnoses. A lot of shitty and inept parents go to get their kids diagnosed with something because they can't handle the hyperactivity of their kids. Well, I can't handle him. He's constantly fucking asking me questions, constantly yelling. He's constantly running around the house. Ah! Guess what? That's kids. That's parenthood, dumbass. If you can't stand a uh, hyperactive kid running around screaming and doing everything a kid is supposed to do, maybe you shouldn't have kids. I know some. I know some people can't have kids anymore, or never been able to have kids. And they'd probably make a better parent than some of the parents I see now. And I don't... I don't blame you for wanting to take those kids. I don't blame you at all. Because some of these parents... I've seen parents that literally... Hope their children learn by osmosis. They expect that kid just to... Figure shit out and... That kid would be fine. You have to teach children things for them to know them. Like, when, my, when I spank my child, yes, I spank my child. When I spank my child, she gets in trouble, she has to realize what she's done, why that's wrong to do, then she gets the SWAT for it, then she gets to explain to me why I gave her the SWAT. She understands the punishment perfectly. But, shitty parenting is not a reason, and inept parenting is not a reason to... Have your kid diagnosed. As I as I know right now, there are at least I've seen no shit in the past twenty years. <coughs> Since two thousand and one, I've seen more than thirty kids get diagnosed with autism that aren't autistic. They're not autistic one damn bit. The issue is the parent doesn't want to deal with the kid. They they either get the kid diagnosed as ADHD, ADD, or autistic, and then throw them in front of a fucking computer. The computer's half the problem. The computer and the uh, 
The computer, the TV, the tablet, the phone, all that crap is the entire problem in my book. Am I saying that it can be uh, that it can be uh, taken back? No, but you can ebb the uh, the heartache with this. Now, for those of you who think I'm just shitting on a generation, I kind of am, I'm kind of not. Now, listen to me on this. Nowadays, I uh, my, my daughter is I'm guilty of some of it, but only to a certain extent. My daughter gets rambunctious. She goes outside, gets rid of the energy. I expect her to be a wailing, heaving basket of insanity at seven. I get that. I get that she's going to want to do incredibly stupid things. I'm okay with that. Because it's normal. I did it as a kid, too. So did my dad. So did my grandmother. So did my great-grandmother. Everybody had that experience. The people are like, well... I beat my kids at an early age because they need to be seen, not heard. No, you got that fucking wrong. That's not the way children develop. If you believe kids should be seen and not heard, then they have to wait till they're 18 to have anything in, of a life? No. But now we've got young parents, very young parents, who grew up on technology. They grew up with technology. They grew up with laptops, Tower computers, um, cell phones, the whole nine yards. Tablets when they first came out, MP3 players when they first came out. MP3 players didn't exist when I was a kid. For us, it was a cassette tape, vinyl records, or the radio. That's it. Nothing else. If you wanted to watch a movie, it was a VHS tape, because who could afford a fucking laser disc player back then or a DVD player? Back then it was Laserdisc, but <clears throat> if you wanted to, if you wanted to go out, like for us, because we didn't have a home phone plenty of the time, it was carrying a little black book with all your phone numbers in it, remembering where the uh, you wrote down name, phone, address, uh, birthday if needed, and then it was your job to make sure you had changed to. Uh, to uh, call up. Like, I remember when I was a, a really young kid, I think it might have been 1989 or so, maybe earlier, but you could put a dime in the goddamn uh, phone and boom, you could make a call with a dime. Growing up as a teenager, though, it was a quarter. The entire time I was a teenager from like, what is it, 1993 to... All up until about 2001, it was a quarter. Or more. I remember back in 2003, I finally used a phone, and... Uh, no, it was 2001. I used the phone, and it cost me 50 cents to make one damn phone call, and this was from a quick trip. Using a payphone from a quick trip. Nowadays, nobody has payphones, except for one place that I know of, and that's the... Walmart at 29th and Rock, they still have two, one payphone on each side of the store. And yes, you can look at this amazing marvel. I posted pictures of them. Ugh. Ugh. Let's see here. Okay, I had to start up another video. I was getting close to it phasing out, so I just want to start it up again. Now... There is a correlation. If you look at the track of technology, which slopes ever upward, and then you look at the rate of autism, it sl uh, slides up at the same ascension. It, they're both on the same scale going upward. Those scales I showed you, those, uh, those graphs I showed you, the rise in autism matches the rise of electronics. Yes, I already looked it up. I just didn't feel like having a bunch of pictures, having like 20 or 30 pictures of everything. I took four pictures of the rise of autism. That way you guys could see the scientific proof behind the rise of autism. But if you if you look on Google, the rise of technology, or graphs of rise of technology, laptops, computers, all that crap, you'll see it spikes up just as fast as autism does. What this tells everybody, and yes, there are articles that explain this quite drastically, 
and reasonably and logically very very level-headed shit what this says is that we as parents or those who are going to become parents are so dependent on technology that we allow our kids to completely immerse themselves in technology as opposed to learning social skills we my daughter for instance she has a, she has her own cell phone as a matter of fact I want this stupid thing off this is my wife's old phone yes the screen's dirty I just wiped off some muck on it my daughter plays games watches PBS kids educational crap has a few games she spends normally about two to three hours on this a day that's it the end no problems like right now she's in watching movies and she's playing in her room she has plenty of toys and books by the way and she reads voraciously she also happens to enjoy spending time with her friends which we need to get another play date set up for as of me recording this but that's the issue that we're talking about now she is not autistic she got she went to kindergarten and her first year of and that kindergarten year was a brutal bitch the last day of school was on her birthday like I'm not kidding her birthday uh, we took her out of school early thinking she'd have like next week or something to go to school no in the span of three fucking days they shut down school they literally shut school down on that weekend then we come to this last year her first grade year it was a nightmare and she missed her friends she had grown accustomed to being around kids her age at her educational level all that crap admittedly right now she's probably reading at a higher level than most of her classmates but we gotta give that to her she's been reading a buttload of books in her room if she ever comes and tells me she wants another book she's gonna get a book Hopefully she won't be. Uh, hopefully we can get her. Uh, hopefully we can get her into Harry Potter here soon because that would be amazing. But she is not completely. She doesn't spend all of her time on electronic devices and watching screens. She spends half of her time not being like when we cut her off of movies all day long. The rest of the day is you know, she. We've done it so where she watched two movies in the morning and then nothing else. She had to go outside and play or play in her room, read, do whatever. And she likes that. Now, a lot of parents will... I, I know a few, uh, several of them myself who don't get a tablet, a phone, a piece, a laptop, and a home PC and didn't get, have their own personal electronics. And so the kid will drain the cell phone, go to the uh, tablet, drain the tablet, go to the laptop, drain the laptop, and then go to a home PC, like a tower computer. And, well, since it has you plugged in all the time, there's no way to kill it. They spend 8 to 12 hours a day doing this. Yes, having uh, not only will that harm your kid's eyes, yes, its effect's been proven been proven now that that will harm your children's uh, uh, vision by being on computer uh, by being electron on electronic devices all day <clears throat> but it also stunts their social growth they get so used to having to have their way and be by themselves that they start displaying signs of autism because of lazy parenting and yes, there are plenty of parents who are lazy because they don't want to deal with their kid or they're too busy on Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube. I don't know. All the places, I seriously don't. Me, I rely on I, I rely on uh, Facebook, MeWe, and MeWe's really sparingly. Um, I, I have uh, Instagram, I have Snapchat, I have TikTok even though I don't really use it a lot if ever I haven't used it yet but I have all these social media sources that I can uh, that I can use to my advantage but I don't have to spend I don't spend oh in Twitter 
I have all these things available to me. I barely use them. Um, I use Facebook for networking with different family members, uh, different family members and whatnot. But I also grew up in a I, I grew up in the analog computer era, where I we were so poor we didn't have compu- we didn't have a computer growing, uh, during the early years. Seriously, we didn't have a computer in the early years. Um, I grew up around my dad tinkering with computers, but they didn't work. And then my dad went to um, Amtech and learned how to uh, build computers literally from parts from scratch. Like, instead of buying the circuit board, my dad could build the circuit board. He could build the computer from scratch. Bad idea for him now, but he could do that back when he was uh, back when he was younger. Um, let's see. Then, back then, before we had a PC, it was... We had the play school records that you put the needle on that plays, the, that whole thing, with the plastic discs or whatever. We had a whole bunch of toys, but we didn't have this high-end technology. I mean, the worst, the, the, the most high-tech we'd get is the Betamax, before the VCR became a huge deal. Because then VCR took over. But Betamax, Atari... That's about it. You, In order to go really play video games, you had to go to an arcade. We couldn't just hook up to our system and go. But I believe the rise of... Inc- the rise of... Uh, the rising number and in incidences of autism being diagnosed is directly in correlation with the rise of technology. Magara Hush. I will take you out when I get done with this. She a big ass dog. She probably need to go to the bathroom. I will get that covered here shortly. But there is a correlation. It has been uh, suggested that the rise of technology and our dependency on it makes uh, sh- uh, makes us less sociable. Gives us less social skills and. Um, makes our children who are on this technology seem to be autistic even if we are not. We are not uh, autism is true autism is actually quite rare and that's why I don't get when people are mentioning autism like it well autistic lives matter I don't buy I don't I don't buy that slogan all lives matter period Unless you're a pedophile or some shit like that, in which case you can burn in hell, I'll gladly dump the acid on your head to dissolve your ass. <clears throat> Barring shit like that, all lives matter, and it doesn't matter whether they're what's going on with that. But if you go look, if you go look it up, you will find a, uh, you will find papers that correlate the rise of technology with the rise the rising rate of autism and i read a paper i read an article just the other day that was from 2012 i believe i think it was 2012 it may have been 2015 but they said by the year 2025 autism will be the right, the rate of autism will be one in uh, one in six births. Bullshit. I don't buy that. You take away technology from a kid and force them to engage, and they will learn to socialize. They will gain those social skills. Now, for kids that are autistic, and you should be able to tell this instantly if you've raised your kid right. You raise them with a, with a minimal amount of technology. And the kids who are still displaying this after a certain age clearly have autism. They're genuinely autistic. Because genuine autism carries with it certain things. But right now, so many people like, well, I'm autistic. Like, I went to a, a group gathering a while back. I think it was a year or two ago. 
and there was a bunch of us sitting around, and all of a sudden, one person ended up mentioning that they're autistic. Next thing, and these are all people of this. These are all people from 35 to 40 years old. People who grew up similar to me, not exactly the same, but they grew up. But they grew up with all the advantages. You know, they grew up. They had to. They got their first cell phone while they were still in high school. I didn't get my first cell phone until after I was out of high school. But they grew up similar, but they still had technology. And the next thing you know, this is 20, 30, 40 people. More than half of them raised their hands saying they were autistic. No, you're not autistic. They were all talking and everything. I walked around while they were talking because I wanted to test a theory. And I wasn't, it wasn't malicious, it was scientific. So you've got all these people who are autistic listening, and this is about half of the crowd. <clears throat> and literally, I'm walking around them and observing them, and I get directly behind them, and I scream. And I mean, I fucking belt it. It echoes like three or four times. Most everybody in that group jumped, looked back at me, gave me a mean-ass look, and why'd you do that? One of them, one person, freaked out. That person, I went up to, started rubbing their shoulders, letting them know it was okay, all that crap, because they were actually autistic. Now, for those of you who are autistic, you know why that kid freaked out. You know why that person flipped the fuck out. They were intent, and they were attentive, they were listening, they were paying attention, and a, a, uh, an ungodly loud noise like that, something from Snapchat, an ungodly noise will literally shake you into a frenzy. You get lost because your train of thought was so, uh, so in-depth that you had laser focus on it. And that yell, that primal scream, broke your chain of thought and it shatters your concentration. You flip the fuck out if you're autistic. Very few people are actually autistic. Autism is not as common as you'd think. And not, certainly, not, true autism is not as prevalent as all these graphs say it is. I think it comes to lazy diagnosis, lazy doctoring, and lazy parenting. And there are more than enough articles covering that. <sighs> now, given that, I know some people are going to say I'm full of shit. I didn't look at the research. No, I spent two days looking at all this crap. I'm not going to spend my whole life looking up shit for autism. But I am going to... Uh, this is probably just going to be the first of a couple of different podcasts. Because I now have people lining up to be interviewed about them being autistic. Some I know are valid. One or two I know are completely false. They're just snowflake kids who don't know how to deal... How they weren't taught to cope with life. And they refused to figure out how to cope with life. That's not saying all autistic people... Uh, everybody who claims autism is fake. I can... Seriously, there are ways to tell, and a lot of people don't know simple tests for that crap. And I'm not going to tell you because I don't want any. Oh, I don't want all of you going and testing to see if somebody's autistic. I know what I'm. Uh, I've I I looked up these tests. That way I know. Like there's a uh, like for instance, there are three or four tests that when you suspect a child of being deaf, you do these tests. I'm not going to give you all those tests because you don't need to know them. If you if if you know me or and you live in the city and you want me to test your kid on being deaf, yes, I'm happy to run those tests. But I'm not going to tell you everything I'm doing. Not till after I've done the test. And and what's funnier is these tests audiologists actually use without telling you. They don't tell you what they're doing. They just blam, it's done. But there are small tests that you can do to confirm 
autism from non-autism, um, ADD versus ADHD. Um, yeah, there's there's dozens of small little tiny tests you can do that actually hone in on what's actually wrong with the child. Sometimes the child just spoils. Now, I want to reiterate that I'm not against autistic people whatsoever. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not against autistic kids or people. What I am against is people who say they're autistic, uh, ADHD, ADD, bipolar, blah, 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 when they are not. Like with my own kid, my oldest, I believe her to, and she, I know she's going to hear this because she's, uh, she's one of the people that watches my podcast. But as a general example, when I finally met up with her after years of being disconnected, she was on several medications for ADD, ADHD, uh, severe bipolar, uh, psychopathy, I think. I'm not sure. Schizophrenia, maybe. I'm not sure. She was on a shit ton of pills. After getting her, after... After all this time, I finally came to the realization she seen, she show, she exhibits very mild signs of bipolarism. And being mildly bipolar, I can deal with. If she was extremely bipolar, I would have wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to have her live with me for as long as she did. But yeah, I still stand by the fact that she is slightly bipolar. She's not a raging idiot when it comes to riding that train. But she agrees with that, and so have the doctors. We've all agreed. She has that curve of bipolar to her. Do I hold it against her? No. I understand that that's something that she can't, she can't always control that train and where it goes. Just like autistic people cannot control some of the things they do. But they also need, uh, all these kids need to learn, need to learn or be taught coping skills. Much like John has had to deal with his, uh, he's had to deal with uh, being high, really high functioning autistic. He has, to, he has to deal with that and I enjoy, I really enjoy the fact that he embraces trying to improve and trying to be better and trying to integrate with the rest of us uh, so-called normal people. What irritates the shit out of me is people like uh, one of my former neighbors. Apparently now she's claiming that she has, she is so far, and I'm not shitting you, claims she has bipolar, ADD, ADHD, um, dis, uh, dis, uh, disassociative identity disorder, um, what is it? Um, autis uh, autism, Tourette's. She has like eight damn things that are supposedly wrong with her, and she tries faking these. Now, usually, when I'm going to meet up with somebody who's non-neurotypical, so to speak, I I I go in, especially if they don't know I'm there. I go in and watch their behavior. And typically, because I'm so good at doing this, this almost seems like a cheat for the rest of you. But if you're going to meet somebody who's neurotypical, show up early, uh, if the, uh, or you sit far enough away in a crowded area so they can't see you, and then watch their behavior. And if their behavior goes from one thing to another, if they go from nice, calm, polite, and then like a minute or two before they start switching and doing all this other crap that means they're faking it now I don't want to put down I don't want to discredit anybody who's actually autistic let's get that right right off the bat I'm not trying to discredit anybody who's actually autistic but nowadays it seems like more people are happier happier, happier being neurotypically dysfunctional. If you genuinely are neurotypically dysfunctional, I'm just going to use that term because it seems good. If you're if you're neurotypically dysfunctional, 
it shows. If you are neurotypical without dysfunction, it shows. Like most people meet me and they after uh, they can tell something is uh, they can tell that something is wrong, they just don't know what it is. And then when I explain to everybody that I have PTSD and it makes certain things worse, it makes certain things better. All of a sudden, I have literally told that to people and you can see their brain snap into place. They're like, oh, I totally get how to talk to you now. We have a nice informal conversation and all that. I mean, it's, it's not like PTSD doesn't define me, I define it. I control it for the uh, for the most part, like 97% of the time, I think, or so, I control it. I still have panic attacks when I go driving, but I can still drive. But I'm still trying to learn how to deal with, how to cope with certain things with PTSD. Because, yeah, you can, it's, it's like going back to before I knew a whole lot back when I was a kid when I had raging emotions and everything but I'm trying to I'm learning to control it it takes a it's a process and yes I am learning a lot uh, a lot about how I deal with it just having to deal with it I have to learn I have to learn to cope I still have a seven-year-old at home and a wife I have to not kill them I have to not explode on them I have to not take my rage out on them and yes that's something I don't do it. Have I possibly? And I'm not going to make excuses for bad behavior. But look at uh, look at look at everything from the spec uh, from this idealism. If you are autistic, okay. If you claim to be autistic. Work on getting diagnosed. And if a if you look at a diagnosis and you research it and nothing's nothing's adding up, get a second opinion. It takes months, if not a year, to be uh, classified as autistic. Any decent neurologist or psychotherapist or anybody who knows how to diagnose like that. They will tell you it takes them a year because they only get you an hour when they visit you. They don't get to be around you in other settings. They're talking in a sterile, completely them universe or bubble. And yeah, there are certain things you can tell. There are certain tests you can do. I I beseech you to look up these tests if you are worried about your child having certain conditions. And remember that if you if 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 you find that these tests are working for whatever condition, go get it diagnosed, please. And um, I want you guys to know that this won't be the first podcast to do. I'm sure I'm going to interview one or two people at least with um, autism or who are t autistic and yes my questions will be specific to that person I the autism the autism interviews will have to be very specific to the person I may not write that I may not send them a copy of them I may just let them know that the questions are personally tailored for them that's it but as a as a closer to this particular episode I want to implore you if you think you're autistic get checked out if you get it diagnosed there's a lot more things that can be done there's uh, a shit ton of resources available and you can uh, get certain concessions and exemptions in certain places for that um, processing inability. 
and yes there are tests there are small stupid tests that uh, the experts are like well you need to come in and get tested uh huh but it, these are these are baseline tests they're only to help you they're only to help you make a further diagnosis if you're any good at that just because your hand is shaking doesn't mean you're gonna have fucking Parkinson's and die in six months your hand shaking because mine does it sometimes could be shit. What's the name? I was literally just thinking about it and then it flips out of my head. It's not Parkinson's. An essential tremor. An essential tremor is when you start, you don't have Parkinson's but you're shit shaking. My hands every once in a while start shaking and I can't stop them. I just have to kind of let it shake. And it'll shake for like an hour or so. Sometimes uh, a few months ago, I had an episode where my hand shook for three fucking hours. I couldn't do anything. My wife had to unzip my pants, pull myself out, let me go to the bathroom, and then do all that back up because this hand was useless. This hand's done it too. It run it, it. For me, it affects my hands. I don't know why. Maybe because I use my hands a lot. But just because you have a, a, a small issue doesn't mean it's indication of brain cancer or exposure to gamma rays which will make you the Hulk in this case diagno uh, the best case scenario for doctors is you give it the lowest diagnosis you can that meets all of the criteria like our friend of mine who's probably watching or listening to this podcast right now his daughter shows all <coughs> she shows all the signs of having a hearing problem I ran three or four tests all at the same exact time and she failed all of them because I, I wanted to explain to him what I was doing but I can't explain everything I'm doing uh, even afterwards because he is so hell-bent on making his daughter look normal. His daughter is probably going to end up being uh, classified as special needs and I'm not downing her. I just happened to notice it because of her speech. You'll know who that is just by me talking about it. I'm not naming names, though. Now, in wrapping up this podcast, for those of you who need it wrapped up, this has been an episode about the rise of autism. I've debunked some shit like uh, vaccines and autism. Complete bullshit. Made up. Somebody used junk science and junk numbers and junk studies to do everything. And autism is spectral, and there are tests you can do to test if somebody is autistic. Um, this will not be the last one. I'm pretty sure I've got an interview or two or three or four to do regarding this. But I want you guys, hold on a second. I had to get the messenger thing out of my way. I want you guys to remember not to be let down. If somebody has autism, it's not the end of the world. For those of you who are young and looking forward to having kids, don't let your kids spend all their time in front of the TV. Interact with them. Be a goddamn parent. If you're just going to poop out kids and then put them in front of video screens as soon as they're able to use them and let them do that, your kid's going to come out thinking it's uh, showing signs of autism. It's not autism. It's shitty parenting. I know. I've watched it enough times. But... I digress. You guys have an awesome day. If you guys have any um, ideas for a future podcast, please let me know. You can comment, subscribe. I highly recommend liking the videos. Um, the more you, uh, the more you like and subscribe, uh, the more you like, get people to uh, other people to like and pay attention to it and subscribe. I'm not getting paid for this. I haven't monetized this channel at all, so I'm actually enjoying the shit I'm talking about. I'm actually enjoying being able to share it with you. So you guys have a terrific time. Um, my birthday's coming up July 25th. So I will be... I will finally fucking be 41. Thank you, Jesus. I shouldn't have made it past 36. 36 is when my wreck happened. Should have killed me. So I'm more delighted than ever. Even as mad as I get at some, uh, something sometimes... I get to enjoy life. But you guys have a great day. And right now there should be two boxes popping up from to, from Best Choice for You and a past video of mine. You all have a great day. 
Uh, love y'all, and um, if you have any ideas or suggestions for a podcast you'd like to see, let me know if I got any information wrong. Don't be afraid to speak the fuck up. I'm not going to bitch at you for that. Fuck it. This is... I, I'm, I'm going to swear if I want to. And I pride myself on getting the information correct as far as I can. But you guys have a fan-fucking-tastic day. And... I hope to hell that you guys will embrace this. And really make the... Uh, really share the shit out of this because... You guys sharing it and letting other people like it and uh, uh, letting it go its way makes it better. So you guys have a terrific day, and I'm going to peace out here, so have fun. Uh...